Welcome to episode 126 of Hack the Dino, your only, only way to learn about video game news and discussion topics. They deleted the rest of them. We it's are the true. only uh, uh, gaming news podcast left. It's, IGN, it's just Polygon, us. they're all gone. All gone. Don't even bother looking. Take it from us. We're honest people. The internet is just us and cooking shows. Mm, mm. And Metal Gear um, covers. Oh, and, and that clicker. panda that falls out of the tree because it laughs. When and it and that other panda who sneezes and yeah. kicks its Did you guys see the cat it? as well? Oh, the cat did a thing. The one playing the piano. You know that lightsaber kid? Oh, I love that oh. dude. You know the lightsaber kid that's a, a goat kid? Oh, yeah. yeah the, a goat kid? Well, yeah. Because yeah. kid goats. That are Taylor Swift oh, goats. Oh, I get it. Anyway, get on tonight's it. show, oh, we don't have any of that. Uh, no, we are but... talking about a brand new video game console, the KFC console, which it's, is a real thing. It's not a thing. It's a real thing. It I have proof. Not a thing. I will show you, Floppy. There is proof. Shouldn't be a thing. And we are looking at some retro games that were never released, but have recently been found on old dev kits. All that and a whole lot more on the podcast version of Hack the Dino's Thing. Woohoo! Hey, guys. Did you know? That there has been another console released. Uh, it's not real. It is real. I refuse to believe it. Ladies real. and gentlemen, here it is. The KFC gaming console. I thought this was a gag as well. It, it is a hundred percent real. No. The let KF me read out console. Let, let, let me read out the press release. The KF console is powered by an Intel NUC9, I've no idea what that is, and has a GPU slot that will allow gamers to outfit their console with different components to allow gamers to customize their device and not fall behind in technology as new graphic cards come out. It's basically a little PC that you can swap parts in and out of to make sure it stays at true 4K and 120 frames per second. <laughs> Uh, with two terabytes of storage, the KFC console will rival base models of both the Xbox and PS5. All of this is uh, all of this packaged into a case that was designed by Cooler Master that resembles a bucket of KFC chicken, and has a chicken warmer inside it. This is why I call bullshit. You don't make a console that has a heating element in it, you dickheads. They're just used, they haven't put a fan, they've saved cost by not putting a fan in there. They just use the heat. And use the heat of the console. You don't. The higher end the game, the hotter the chicken. That's right. If this is real, like, as the human race has just lowered a few pegs. Right, can you see if any are out in the wild or when it's released? I will give a search. Let's have a look. But there's KFC are going into this whole gaming subculture. They've got an Instagram account. They've got a Twitch account. They uh, last year horrifying character that they made last year. Last year, it looks like a Kentucky Klux Klan person. (laughs) They've got a um, yeah yeah, Twitch. the dating game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, they look like Dan. Look like Dan, and you you tried to date the Colonel. <laughs> so I like. Can I just go out and say to viewers, I still don't actually know if he's taking the piss out of me on this, and this is an elaborate scheme. I, I did not that far out. Do you, yeah, here's the dating game now with the Colonel. Um, Brayden, have you found any more information about uh, the KF console? The KF console by Cooler Master is the most bonkers thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, <laughs> there is a there is an article from Gamespace.com a day ago saying the KF console is the real deal. And there's another one from Thrillist two days ago that says KFC's gaming console is surprisingly legit. <laughs> it's not. It's it can we buy chicken, one? for God's sake. Brayden, can we buy one? Uh, I one? don't think the Hack the Dino budget How much will are they Ladies cost? and gentlemen, we are going to follow this news and we're going to bring you the most up-to-date 
exclusive news of the KF console. And KFC, if you're out there and want some uh, YouTubers to sell out and uh, support you. I'll do it. We'll do it for surprisingly little. Do you know that, it, you, do you reckon you could upsize it for a dollar? Probably. Get more hard drive space. <laughs> An extra terabyte. <laughs> oh, shit. That's good. <laughs> Will the KFC console be used in esports? Oh. These are the types of headlines. Is it like reading. each sports? <laughs> I'm here all week. Damn. Unfortunately. <laughs> incredible. Do you know what else is incredible? The fact that we have more unreleased games or more unreleased retro games that have been discovered on consoles. Yeah, that's um, this is so cool. So I found two that have come out in recent times. Um, The first one wasn't discovered on a console, but it is for a Green Lantern game for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Uh, the game was never released, however, due to a mix of editorial curveballs and problematic development. Uh, I said that sentence wrong, so we'll just uh, move on. So I'm reading my own writing, and I really need an editor. Uh, the Green Lantern game started as a game for the Commodore Amiga and the Atari ST with Hal Jordan in the lead role, but it was cancelled after a few months. It would get revived for the Super Nintendo, though, with the team using recycled code from the Dennis the Menace game as its base. <laughs> How similar could those games possibly they be? They did that all the time. There is. Uh, well, do a... you remember when Dennis the Menace in the game, you got the you got the power ring? and <laughs> there He's is... created a giant hammer. There is, I think, a Game Boy game, uh, a Bugs Bunny game that was reskinned as Roger Rabbit, and it was reskinned as another game. The Agro game, that's a very rare Australian-only uh, cart, is based off a game from Brazil that was an exclusive over there, and all they did was swap the sprites out. But they, see, they similar style of games, you would imagine. But did you say like Dennis Menace and Green Lantern? They can't be similar styles of games, surely. <laughs> well, I think in this, you just like ran along and shot beams of power out your fist, whereas Dennis the Menace, you just shot slingshots. slingshots yeah. I, I mean, Dennis the Menace did also fight Sinestro. So that's true. How good is Dennis uh, How Jordan was once again the star, and he would utilize constructs like a giant green anvil to take out his foes. Always. Now, in 1994, uh, DC introduced Emerald Twilight, which I don't know if you know, resulted in a major change to Jordan. He would turn on his fellow lanterns, get their power rings, uh, and basically become the evil Parallax after his grief of losing Coast City. Dick. Um, yeah, basically got wiped out. And I love he, explaining DC Comics lore. He, his hometown got wiped out, and he went insane. Why have got Robocop on the screen? Don't know. I'm so confused right now. This is, this is yeah, I don't know what this video is. Do you is. know what the funny thing is about this? No yeah. one at DC thought to tell the people who were developing their game about it. <laughs> So Ocean had to cancel the game again, oh. uh, but then handed it over to a small team who was working on a side-scrolling project using the Jurassic Park 2 engine featuring other Green Lantern, Kyle Rayner. Uh, the game was finally cancelled for a third time in 1995 as the Nintendo 64 and PlayStation 1 launch was on the horizon. Is that when they realised that the Green Lantern didn't look anything like a Velociraptor? Well, it depends if you squint or not. He can't open doors, though. <laughs> So, uh, again, this comes from uh, Do You Know Gaming. We're able to dig up the source code, and uh, the Video Game History Foundation also did a report on it as well. Incidentally, I was chatting to the Video Game History Foundation the other day. Um, if anyone has old hyper magazines uh, from Australia, they would be really, really keen to get them. Are they oh. digitizing them? Yeah. So yeah, that's cool. Uh, so what they said is they over the years, they had a subscription service for Christmas where 
Um, if you paid a couple of bucks, they'd send you out a new old magazine because obviously they got doubles yeah. throughout the years of collecting and, and whatnot. And they said, oh, well, we've got them just lying around here. They've all been digitized. We'll send them out to you if you join the subscription service. That's and because it's cool. a non-for-profit, it goes towards the preservation of video games. Yeah, that's really so cool. I shot them a message saying, any chance you can go to Australia? And they said, oh, no, I think postage is a bit too much. But if you want to come up with a deal where you send us Australian hyper magazines, then maybe we can send you some back and, and work it that way. So, if anyone out there has any old hyper magazines, please get in touch at Hack the Dino on uh, Facebook or uh, YouTube or on Instagram uh, and want to donate them to the Video Game History Foundation. I am keen to get some together and, and get some Aussie stuff we'll over in there. We'll do a mass posting to them. Yeah. It'd be great. Check out your local old secondhand bookshops and stuff. They always have boxes and magazines. If you see them, just grab them. And, uh, Don't like, steal them. And run. Postage is, is just... Purchase them from the secondhand horrible. bookshops. But uh, yeah, it'd be, it'd be well worth it, I think. Uh, the second game we got was actually discovered on a Dreamcast dev kit. Now, I love these types of stories. Remember early last year, there was that report of the Spider-Man 3 game from the original yes. Sam Raimi yeah. trilogy? From the Wii? Yeah, yeah. On the way, it was found on a dev kit on a Wii. So yeah. cool. Uh, same things happened here with a Simpsons game called Simpson Bug Squad. Um, now you uh, have places and characters. Uh, oh, sorry, I, I'm not reading again. You play. You are placed. What have I like written here? To, would you like me to read this? No, I'm just going to read. Places characters in control of an insect that can run around the home of the titular family. Thank you. Besides seeing Homer once. Nothing else really ties it to the show, obviously, apart from the home itself. So, for those of you listening to the podcast, you play like a bug, and you're just running around the Simpsons kitchen in uh, third person. I Is wonder... it just the kitchen? I don't know. Well, there's Homer. It but... looks like they've rendered the whole house. It does, doesn't but... it? It looks pretty good rendering, actually. Yeah, I'd play this. But why? Yeah. Well, it's Simpsons. Why wouldn't you? You're, you're part of the bug squad. You but, know that famous Simpsons episode with the bugs? Is this a thing I haven't watched and I just don't get No, the there, there is. To my knowledge, uh, I was a very heavy Simpsons watcher from its inception till about season 12. Yep. And uh, I have never seen a bug episode. I was going to say, no. the closest I can think to was from uh, Hit and Run when they had the alien robot uh, like bee things. Possibly. So, did they want games with bug themes? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Seems better than bug snacks, that's for sure. Oh, oh you've already made that joke twice, Flock. Oh, we heard you the first time, but we've been polite. The first time. Yeah. I couldn't hear them in the chat laughing. When people don't laugh, we just sort of, we're trying to give no, you all out. You say it again louder. Okay. Right? Okay. Okay, moving It's on. heaps better than bug snacks. Okay. You know what else <laughs> is better than bug snacks? Free games. <laughs> yeah, they are. Um. I keep forgetting our mics are on when we talk. Yeah, you could have ummed a little bit louder and it would have been fine. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, so let's, uh, the PS Plus games got announced today, the 1st of January. Floppy. Oh, these, that's not at all what I was prepping. These, <laughs> okay, give me a sec. These are... I, I prepped the main game for Games Plus. One these sec. are looking cool. So for PS Plus, uh, now these are, two of these are the PS4 versions, just straight off the bat. Yep. Uh, Greedfall. Now, I've never heard of this. I've heard of it. I haven't played it, mm -hmm. um, but it does look very cool. So, so you want to read out the description? Sure. For us? So this is from the PlayStation blog. In this stunning action RPG, you can explore uncharted new lands as you set foot on a remote island, seeping with magic. Seeping. Ugh. 
with magic and filled with riches, lost secrets, and fantastic creatures. Uh, you have complete freedom to shape your abilities, spells, and skills. Decide whether to complete objectives with combat, diplomacy, di diplomacy, uh, deception, or stealth. Uh, you can forge the new world's destiny as you befriend or betray com companions and entire factions. So it's basically Ghost of Tsushima? Yeah, I think so, but with like uh, piratey type people. Yeah, I got Ghost so of it's Tsushima. Assassin's Creed Black Flag. So I don't know what 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 don't know. year is what did you say seventeen hundreds? Yeah, this the, the they seem all over the shop. It's like half modern, half it not looks half cool, fantasy. Though. It's it looks very fantasy. Look at that. What animal. Is that a it's a land shark. Land shark dog oh, thing. Bloody land beard. sharks. Okay, this actually looks pretty cool. Yeah, it's always one that's looked cool, but it's never been cool <laughs> enough to just make me pick it up. Sorry, I'm just choking my own spit. Uh <laughs> better than choking on mine. <laughs> oh, <laughs> It's better than bug snacks, I tell you that much. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, you didn't see any gameplay there. Goddamn. No, that you was did again not. just no, that a trailer. All, that was all trailers. All right, what's another game coming out? Uh, next one, also PS4 version. Uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. So the this third. Is cool. Yeah, third in the Tomb Raider of the new, the new sort of uh, rebooted series. Uh, so you fight, explore, and craft and survive amid the dense and perilous jungles of South America in Lara Croft's biggest adventure to date as you race to save the world from a Mayan, I think that's supposed to be Mayan apocalypse. Uh, gather resources and master the unforgiving terrain. Uh, outgunned and outnumbered, as always, and as she always should be. Uh, you need to use your surroundings to your advantage. Strike from the shadows and use mud to camouflage your presence. You actually get to cover yourself in mud and disappear into the walls like in uh, Predator. Nice. It's so good, like Arnie and Predator. I uh, use advanced traversal techniques to reach long-forgotten tombs and negotiate deadly puzzles. Look, if you like Tomb Raider, uh, these games are great. Yeah. Like they're, and they really upped the ante with every one of those, uh, every time they rebooted it again. Well, not rebooted again, but from the reboot, it was quite a small game, almost linear. The next one had some open areas that were, you know, allowed you a little bit more freedom, but they taught you more gameplay sort of mechanics. And then this one... Went even bigger. Now again. this was um, the third in third. the first trilogy because I remember they said they're making them in trilogies. Yes, so this is so the third in the first trilogy, and this was also the one where Lara actually brings about the apocalypse. Like I never, the, I didn't finish it. She's the problem. Like she goes in and raids a tomb, oh, which probably. sets off the prophecy that destroys the world, or something like that. I don't know. Bloody tomb raiders! You can't trust them. It's almost like uh, desecrating corpses is bad. Yeah, <laughs> stealing something. Treasures. Dan's body's um, about to find out. Of Ooh. But it is a really cool game, and if you know, if, uh, if you have PlayStation Plus, this isn't going to cost you anything. Uh, well get worth it. a play. Yeah, absolutely. Do, Do you know what else is well worth a play, Floppy? Oh, the PS5 version of my favorite game of last year, Man Eater. Oh, Man Eater. Man Eater. Man Eater. Not as good. I mean, heaps better than Bugsnax. He's next. the man who's not a man but an eater. So man. you've all heard me talk about, uh, I was about to say Bugsnax. Uh, man Eater. Man the Eater. Course of the last year. We, we good? Man Eater is a really okay. fun game, though. Experience the ultimate power fantasy as the apex predator of the seas. A terrifying man shark. Man Eater. Oh. Is a single-player open-world action RPG, a shark PG, if you will. No. Uh, where not. you are the shark. Starting as a small shark pup, you are tasked with surviving the harsh world while you're eating your way up the ecosystem. Uh, to do this, you will explore a large and varied open world, encountering diverse enemies, uh, both human and wildlife. You find the right resources, you can grow and evolve far beyond what nature intended, allowing the player to tailor the shark to their play style. Eat, explore, 
evolve. Now, I will say, you, you were talking about the writing and dialogue of uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising. Like, the writing and dialogue on this is ridiculous. Yeah, but it's supposed but to be. But it's supposed to be ridiculous, and it works so well. It does. So you have this story where you are on this vengeful quest to destroy the... Uh, is he smoking a cigar? You yeah, bet I'm pretty is. sure. Man <laughs> To destroy Scaly Pete, the shark hunter that killed your mother. So but good. he's also out to destroy you because you took his hand. Yeah. Do you know why? Yes, I played the game. Because he's the... Oh. Man. Fun fact, the man. You peaked so loud that it actually cut off the mics. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so man this game is ridiculous. Like it is absolutely man ridiculous. Oh. Yeah, you couldn't hear a word of that. Man um, but yeah, this this game was so much fun. I only, you, I only got it because of Floppy's recommendation. And you played? How much have you played of it? I 100% completed it. <laughs> yes, me too. Yeah, I got the games that I platinumed last year. Hmm. It was, it's really fun to play through the whole thing and like. You do legitimately, it can get a little bit repetitive when you're trying to just complete the whole game, yeah. but it, at all times, it's just stupid, so Is it's this fun. Grand Theft Auto for sharks? Yes. Uh, yeah. Sweet. So, you can sold, but it's free, but who cares? Yeah, you can evolve yourself to be a megalodon with bone armor and an electric tail, like, yeah. come on. The upgrade system and everything was really fun. One of the other cool things, as a as a movie fan, and Brayden, you'll get, you would have got this as well, um... Uh, and having watched, say, a lot of pop culture films from 80s, 70s, 90s and beyond, the amount of pop culture references in this oh, are phenomenal. Yeah. Like, there is just so many, and they are so funny. Oh, it's great. Get on it. It's free. Yeah. Jump on it if you have a PS5. If you have a PS5. Do you know what else you should jump on? We all have PS5s. We do. That's why we're still on the show and not dead. Oh, uh, do you know what else isn't dead? In fact, coming to live very, very soon. And that's Super Nintendo Land over in Japan. Not that we'll know because we're stuck in Australia for at least this year. Mm -hmm. Sorry, we are. But anyway, during the uh, the, the uh, holiday <laughs> Is Mario's season... Mario's dad? Yeah, Shigeru Miyamoto came out with a uh, Super Nintendo Land trailer where he walked through Super Nintendo Land in Japan. Uh, he even met up with uh, Mario and Luigi and said, all right, dad's got to work now. Bye-bye. Oh did he really? Yes, he did. It's in oh, this, in this video. So awesome. Went for about 15 minutes and walked through the whole uh, Super Nintendo Land park. Uh, it looks pretty cool, though. Well, you can walk through it in 15 minutes? No, no, he did. Uh, okay, so through the, the power of magical here, editing. Where he's talking about, we've never seen inside the warp pipes. Like, yeah, we care. We, we don't care, Shiggy. I do. Let's, uh, so they went, okay, cool. Let's just make it Star Wars. <laughs> it's just hyperspace. Yeah, uh, so you go. I popped as soon as I saw this because this they've recreated. Look real. The, yeah, they've recreated the courtyard to Mario sixty four. Oh, sorry, sorry, the first room in Mario yeah, sixty four. That's where you get the stars and the doors. You can see on the wall there the bomb level. Oh, yeah, I know, I know. I've literally just played that. Yep, yep. I know that thing. Yeah, from that, my TV. That's right. Correct. And it plays the Mario sixty four castle theme as well while you're in there. So you're just getting punched in the genitals with nostalgia. Is it's this great. like when actual people that have culture go to a real life place that they've seen in a video game? Uh, like if they go to the... the yeah, because, tower. well, when I was in Japan one time, I went up, I purposely went up Tokyo Tower because there was an episode of Sailor Moon that takes place there. Nice. <laughs> this, this is like that, but in reverse. It doesn't look real. It doesn't, but it very much is. They've got these really cool things as well. They've got these armbands, which act as amiibos as well. And you put this armband on, and you can interact with question marks and bricks around the park. 
and you download an app onto your mobile phone and it counts how many coins that you collect throughout the park. And you oh. collect coins and you do little tasks. That is adorable. Um, to get keys, and then you go into a battle against Bowser Jr. at the end of it if you collect all the keys. So you can walk underneath those question blocks and go boom with your your fists, and it goes bring, so and you collect the coin onto your app. What you're saying is Braden can 100% Super Mario Land. I intend to. Super Nintendo Land. As soon as I'm back Patreon.com slash <laughs> To get us over there to 100% that theme park. I'll do a speed run. Um, no, we won't. So, uh, on these bands, which you can see on Shigeru Miyamoto's fist right... Uh, not his fist, his wrist right now. He's got a Mario one. Uh, the bands can be linked with the park's official app to keep track of scores that consist of things like collected coins and stamps, but checking locations scattered... Uh, but also checking locations scattered throughout the park mean that you don't have to have the app if you don't want it. Nintendo said bands... Nintendo said the bands allow for visitors to interact with key challenges and fun gimmicks within the park, but they aren't a central part of the experience. Uh, yeah, you, you just do tasks, and why wouldn't you get one of the bands? They're going to cost you like 50 bucks, but who cares? I like, mean, look at how fun that was. You're going to spend the money it takes to get there. What's 50 bucks? Yeah, you can see Shigeru Miyamoto now doing uh, some of the coins on the app on your phone. Like, if you're going to go there, you might as well spend the extra to have that extra little bit of fun. Bloody uh, Best thing as well, we can see the range of armbands there. They work as an amiibo when you're back home. So unlike a lot of other... Oh. Um, you know, silly gimmicks Gimmicky that you crap that you work get. only in the theme park. You go you to a actually... concert and like give everyone a glow up armband, so everyone holds their arm in the air and it lights up. And you take it home and you're like, "This is this is Doesn't rubbish." Do anything? Yep. Unlike amiibos, which have a million functions, like standing on a shelf. Dan, how's that? Uh, how's that collection? Uh, Dan, Ben, how's Dan, that collection? You've going? got a bit of oh, a yeah. collection, <laughs> haven't you? I, I just for because I'm moving house, I'm setting up my collection again. My we God, do, do not collect things, guys. Do not take it from me. Do not collect things. Just be, don't. Get rid of them. Give them all to us. Yeah. Um, I counted all my Amiibos and I sort of was very generous with how much they're worth. <laughs> Sat there and went, oh, wow, there's $1,500 here. <laughs> Just in Amiibo. Does that cost? No, no. That's um, that's what they're Resale, worth. So yeah. some are low, some are high. Yeah. Uh, yeah approximately so, 1500 bucks. I think I have all of the Zelda ones. I think I'm missing one. Yeah, they're the pricey ones. And then I've got like the three Mario wedding ones. Yeah, they're pricey as well. And a couple of other... Anyway, you can see Shigeru Miyamoto here doing one of the tasks. He's got a, a T-mounted pipe with a uh, shell going through left and right and a power block with a key coin above it, the T-junction. Yeah. So what he's going to do is he's going to try and punch the power um, uh, block with his amiibo thing and try and time it so that shell goes through the middle pipe up no and hit way. the power block so you can collect what? that coin. Yep. So is that actually, that's actually happening. That's not yep. AR. No, no, that's actually happening. Get out of town. But funny you say AR because AR is also a part of it. When you go on the Mario Kart ride, you put on an AR headset and you race against Bowser. Oh, there's also hidden Bowsers and hidden Toads. You play real life Mario like Kart Life? Yes. Yeah, oh, it's a roller coaster. Oh. Um, Braden, I think there is. There is a trailer. Uh, yes, let me find it. Yeah, if we go to the trailer, is now, it like the old Batman ride that was in like Movie World, where you sat in like a cart thing? You, and... you sit in a car. It's like a roller coaster. So you're sitting in a cart with some friends or some other people. You put on the AR glasses, mm -hmm. which is a hat with the AR glasses. Um, this is a Japanese commercial that's just aired over there, showing some of the Mario Kart race. So you're seeing all of this in AR. Uh, obviously they're not showing that because they want to sell the uh, the park attraction to us but you go through the question marks you get the item and you can throw it at bowser and the other people and the idea is that you have to beat bowser you're on team mario and you're racing rainbow, rainbow road. road uh yep 
throwing a red shell, try and get it. And the whole slogan is, we are Mario. That's what they're going for. That's pretty cool. Uh, they actually made another ad as well for the, uh, well, not an ad, sorry. This is uh, leaked footage that someone took from Yoshi's Safari Ride, <laughs> uh, which is okay. another. Uh, he craps uh, out eggs at you. Yep. Uh, it's it's just a look at the park, basically. It's it's kind of boring, but you basically sit on Yoshi's back and he uh, just walks around the park. It's pretty wholesome. So I remember when we first saw trailers for this, you were like, that looks empty and like kind of boring. I think still think it looks really, really small. And in this current uh, pandemic environment... Uh, small I, is not good. I would not be going there, <laughs> like, at all. Theme parks are gross enough when you make them tiny. Yeah, but it's things like this giant bird thing. Oh, comes straight at you. Christ. Yeah, I know. Far oh, out. Uh, yeah, but they look so realistic, or, or so to scale. Yeah, you actually do feel like you're in a, a Mario level. It is amazing. Just the The way that they've designed, painted, like the the look and the style of that is unreal. Like it looks, it's going to sound bad. It looks fake. Yeah. Have you guys watched the um the Disney Plus series, The Imagineering Story? No. It's all about the Imagineers at Disney and how they uh, how they developed and created all of the parks throughout the years. And it's an excellent documentary series. It's like eight episodes or something. And it ends yeah. with uh, opening Galaxy's Edge for the Star Wars stuff. Oh, wow. Oh. And um, I highly recommend it as a documentary series. It's super interesting hearing how effed up that park was before it opened on its opening day. They were trying to dry concrete with helicopters. Wow. And I don't think they, they worked out how helicopters were They had used. to choose whether or not the plumbing for the water was going to go to drinking fountains or to toilets. Well, Toilets. You know. Always toilets. So, they, so Walt himself chose toilets, and then he got shit in the newspaper because people claimed he was just trying to sell coke. Well, <laughs> he, he got was. Sh- he got shit in the newspaper? Yeah. Because he chose toilets. Yeah. Yeah, that's better than bug snacks, man. Anyway, Mario Land. I'm sure everything will be fine and knock off without a hitch, and the Yoshis won't try and break out and devour us all. Hey, Floppy. Yes, mate. You had a game you've been playing recently that we forgot to talk about. Yeah, I have actually. I picked up a I picked up a game this week. One that I picked up on a whim. Uh, and a whim away. A, 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 yeah, lion. No, sleeping tonight. Um, I picked up this bad boy. I picked up. John uh, Wick Hex. Uh, I'm a fan of the John Wick films. I think most people are. There we go. I've never seen them. I can't believe you haven't seen them. Everyone's seen them. I think you're lying. No, I've not. Um, Ben, do you like martial arts? I don't like happiness. Oh, okay. Well, you'd probably like John Wick. He's not a lot of happy stuff going I mean, on there. That, yeah, it's, it's a not wrong. A lot of people making a dismal end. That's, that, that is very and true. There was a but the problem is that makes me happy. So... You know the dog part. No, no, no. Seeing people get like eviscerated, that uh, uh, sparks my it, joy. Oh, he still gets the shit kicked out of him. Um, anyway, John Wick Hex. Uh, so essentially, this is a strategy game, um, which is a weird choice for a John Hex. But you know what? Game. It works really well. So what? What's the premise behind it? Essentially, like, this is a this is a prequel. So it's set before the first film, mm-hmm. where two of the main characters from the first film. Uh, one is I think it's the owner of the hotel and the we'll call him manager of the hotel, uh, played by Ian McShane and guy I can never remember his name. I'm going to say uh, that. They've been kidnapped and you're going on a, you're going to try and, as John Wick, try and rescue them. Uh, I I'm not heaps far into it at the moment. Lance the, Reddick? I think that's it. I believe so. He was the, the manager of the hotel. Yes. Like the concierge, maybe. Yeah, the concierge. Um, not to be confused with Lance, Lance Hendrickson. Also has Troy Baker in it. 
Hey. So Troy Baker. But uh, I'm pretty sure Ian McShane is a voice in this. Yep. Uh, he is a wicked voice. Uh, you you might not know him by name, but when you see him or hear him, you'd be like, oh, that guy. I know him. Uh, so anyway, the premise of the game is not a first-person shooter, which you might think it would be coming from a John Wick film. It's a it's essentially chess. You play chess. You have one, you have one uh, piece, which is a, a, a queen, because it can do anything, and that queen is freaking John Wick. It is awesome. Sounds wicked. Whoa, it is nice. a, it's very interesting listening to uh, Mike Bithell talk about the release of John Wick Hex and everything um, on Play, Watch, Listen, uh, which is Lana Pierce and Troy Baker and all of them. Austin Wintry. Austin Wintry I've and Austin Wintry. Uh, Mike Bithell. And listening to Mike Bithell talk about it and it, it also him and Troy talk shit about Troy being his like third choice for that voice in the <laughs> game. Um, When's Troy Baker your third choice? I mean, really? <laughs> exactly. It's it's insane. But um, hearing him talk about it and everything, like when it came down to it, when they were shopping around for doing a John Wick game, every other place was just like, yep, third person action game. And it's going to be like every other game ever. It would have been like, every, it would have been so boring. Yeah. It would have been uncharted, but on a lower budget and it wouldn't have been good. So to, to sort of put it into words that you might, understand because you played super hot yes now super hot was a momentum based game so when you moved the game moved yeah same here while you're thinking about your current uh we'll call it say um turn that you get to have and you're sort of you can cycle through and look at the different options that you have the game is paused as soon as your character john starts to move everyone else moves as well Cool. So and it's basically super hot but isometric as opposed to first person. Yes, absolutely. Uh, you can choose to move. You can change stance. You can crouch. You can, If you're within range of someone, you can do a takedown or throw your weapon at them if you haven't got any ammo and then move to them and then take them out. Or you can pick up ammo. You can roll. You can yeah do all sorts, shoot, everything. Um, it has a, like a sort of fog of war going on. So you can only clearly see what's in his field of view. Right. Um, you'll see outlines of rooms and things like that as you as if you're like you're aware of What's your surroundings. What's the flashing red we can see down the bottom there? I can't see a flashing red. Oh, yeah, just change the screen. Give it a second. It zoomed into the top. Um, one thing as well with the field of vision: if you're crouched down, you can't see over things. Yeah, it is, so it really does. I think that is um, health. I think that's health or focus. Focus means you can do things like takedowns and stuff. Oh right, okay. Um, John Wick being like super cool karate guy. Gun foo, as I like to call it. But yeah, yeah, then just you. When when he came up with the premise of like, no, I want to make it like a like a turn based kind of a puzzle game. It, everyone went, okay, that's different. Let's try that. And yeah, really weird choice. But yeah, but I'm, it, I'm it, kind of digging. It. But and it the, got him the license. It was released digitally first, wasn't it? I believe so. Yeah, and um, the fact that you've got a physical version, uh, honestly, that is going to be worth some money. So there is a. Like it's, it shouldn't be too hard to find at the moment. I think, I think this is going to blow up a little bit, and the physical yeah. version is going to get bought up pretty quick. You can um, tell because I was interested in one. <laughs> I picked this up for twenty three dollars. That's great. Oh, man, I I'd buy that just that. for the hell of it. Yeah, like just to have it in case it cashes up one day. You can right. go into an EB or something right now and get it for like twenty three bucks. I think it is. That's is really it cool. available online? Maybe. I'll have a look. Um, it's If you like strategic-based, turn-based stuff, or just John Wick, or both, um, play John Wick Heck. It's good. It's good. Do you know what else is good? You know what? It's a, a great game that's fun for everyone, and we all love and, and enjoy. No. Nah. Dan. Versus the world. Now, of course, Dan 
may his soul rest in peace. Nicktacular, thank you for the follow. Oh, thanks, oh. Nicktacular. Um, Nicktacular is a, a great uh, streamer over on Twitch as well, by the way. Um, you should go and check him out after our show. Not now, though, because we're about to play Dan versus the World, which which Dan's still dead. So we're going with Braydan versus the World, with Braydan representing Braydan and uh, <laughs> Floppy representing the World. That's it. So how it works, I have... Four songs here from video games, past, present, or future. I will play the first five seconds of the first song. Braydan will ask a question. Then Floppy will ask a question to try and help them work out where this song appeared, which game it was in. They'll go backwards and forwards for the first five times. And then after the five times, they'll try and guess where it came from. They can try and guess before. But if they get it wrong, the other team gets the point. Now, Braden, I reckon we're going to swipe the scores. We're oh, gonna go okay. You reckon? Zero apiece. It's a brand new year. Brand new you. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. So we're back I to was, zero, zero. I was looking rough. Oh, you were. You did not do too well last time. But that was just a bit of fun for our end of year show, which you should all go and watch over on YouTube.com backslash Hack the Dino. It's a fun cool time. Guest. We did. We had Mr. A-Game, who's also a very good streamer, Twitch man. Okay, here we go. Are we ready for this first song that I haven't tested at all, so it might blow the speakers up? Bring it. I'll let you know. Great. Turn it down a bit. I recognize it. Okay, Braden, question number one. Uh, oh. Hmm, 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 hmm. What year was it released? Uh, 2018. Okay. Floppy. Have we talked about it on this show? Uh, not this episode, no. Okay. Braydan, question number two. I'm going to guess. Oh. I believe that is Insomniac's Spider-Man game. You are PS4. correct. There we yes, go. Yes, correct. Woo. You just finished playing that 100% way through, didn't you? I, I finished playing the main game remastered on the PS5. I finished DLC 1. I'm in DLC 2. I will play DLC 3. And then I will finally play my game of the year, Miles Morales. Braden just loves the DLC. Could have just said yes. <laughs> I love the game. It's a good game. Okay, here we go. Song number two. Hot. Sounds cool. Question number one, Braydan. What uh what what do you play as in this game? You play as alright, how specific do you want me to go? Because uh if I go too specific, it's gonna give it away. I'm interested to hear what the specific one is now. Okay, you play as a uh a cyborg. Okay. Fair enough. You asked for it, my lad. Yep, fair. Floppy? Cyberpunk 2077. Correct. <laughs> That's a good guess. I was almost going to go, you oh, play no. V the Cyborg. I, I had a hunch. And uh, thanks, Braden. I, th <laughs> I, I, I thought you were going to be really cheeky and be like, you can play as man or woman or neither. You don't have to care. And just in the chat, letting us know that the mic is cutting out with the music. We're trying to fix it. Sorry, bear with us. We just will get it done. Turn it down a decent amount. All right, here we and go. And then it should be all right. 
not with this song. Here we go. Song number three. Ah, wholesome content. That was really wholesome. Okay. Question number one. Uh, was this a disc or cart-based game? Uh, this was a cart-based game. Floppy? Um, was it a handheld game? Uh, not originally. Oh, okay. okay. Question number one. two, Brayden. That's a good one. Um... What's a what's what's your main course of action? Uh, to rescue a princess. <laughs> cool. Question number two, floppy. That's so many games. <laughs> I know, right? Especially so many games that sound like that. Yeah, exactly. You said cart. Did I? Yes, you did. I'm gonna take a stab. Okay. No, I'm not. I was gonna say. Remember, <laughs> you get it wrong. Braden gets the point. Um. Has it been released on multiple consoles? Yes. Okay. Braden, question number three. What uh, what color clothes you wear? Well, you can wear whatever you want while you're playing it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll do that one. No, I was like, it's either going to be red and blue or green. I, that's it. Floppy, question number three. Super Mario 3D World? No. Oh, no. Oh. Super Mario World. <gasps> Braden, that point's yours. Thank you. By default. Woo. So Braden's on two, the world's on one. Super Mario 3D World was just the 3DS release? Super Mario 3D World. Yeah. What did I say? You said Super Mario yeah, 3D and was, World. And I meant, yeah, damn it. You put the 3D I put in the there 3D for no there reason. For no reason whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> but I was right, wasn't I, apart from the fact that I screwed up the name. I knew exactly what you yeah. did. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Gamble Dad got it. Damn it. I just played that on the freaking Switch. <laughs> okay. You played 3D it on the All Stars. It's not 3D All Stars. Uh, it's Super Mario World. The Super, Super Mario World. I played it on the 3DS. Yes. Okay, here oh, we go. Damn it. Last song. Here we go. Turn it down. Turn it down. That's better. Oh. There we go. Oh. Okay, question number one, Brayden. Okay, I didn't hear a lot of it. I heard a couple notes. I think I might know what it is, but <laughs> I'm going to narrow it down. <laughs> I heard the music a lot. Um, what, uh, what, what year was this released? 2020. Okay, yep. <laughs> He's got it. Yeah. <laughs> so I know, like, I recognize this music, but I can't place where from. So you just go through your options, have a think. So all of 2020 games. All 2020 games. Oh, okay. I'll just pick one of them. Don't you remember when there this one, when this lot. fun bop was in Last of Us there, Part there, Two? You don't you don't remember this fun bop being played <laughs> at the Game Awards at all? Gundam versus. I only watched the trailers from the Game Awards. Oh, really? You didn't Fair watch enough. any of the? Yeah, I it's a pretty working. lengthy thing, and the trailers they weirdly Excuse take me. The precedent. Whopper watch. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I'm oh, not whatever. gonna get this. So no, just think about it logically. You got bum, this. Bum, bum, bum. It's you know, tubers. Oh. 
No, I got nothing. I don't know. I, what? Yeah. Take a guess. Just take. He's, he knows it. He's singing the song. He knows I know. So just I know. Pick, pick a light-hearted romp out of the, the sinews of the universe and just blurt it out. Uh, you know what? All I can think of is first-person shooters now. <laughs> <laughs> close. I mean, Last yeah. of Us Part Two. No. No. Damn it! I was so close. Uh, was I? Raiden. Twas Animal Crossing. New God World. damn it! And you know what? That music was the 12, p- uh, 12 a.m. midnight for uh, yep. New Year's Eve. Yep. It's good, it's good, it's good shit. I was, I was going to try and uh, pull a Swifty on you. Love but then I almost said Doom Eternal. I was going to say, the fact joke. that you said first-person shooters, and then I was like, I mean, it was very close to a first-person shooter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. had a good community with oh, a first-person damn shooter. It. Well, if you don't pay Tom Nook off by uh, this time next year, <laughs> yeah. it becomes a first-person run the hell away because he's going to kneecap you mm. with his... Uh, Machete gun. He gets his Tom Nook and his machete gun. We all know about his machete gun where he fires machetes out of his gun. Machete the actor. Yes. Yes. Machete. So the end of that uh, issue. Issue? Yeah, sure. Of Brayden versus the world. Brayden's on three and the world is on one. Well done, Brayden. Thank you. Thank you. I feel like I've redeemed myself after last week. We can wipe it from your memory. That's all right. We'll wipe that from the records. But not youtube.com backslash hack the diner because it's there for you to laugh <laughs> at Braden. It's there forever. Go watch day game, play. Take us out, Braden. Oh, you already have. Good. Uh, we've been Hack the Dino. This has been a live show or not live show if you're watching on YouTube, in which case you should head on over this area and press the like button and leave us a little comment. Tell us what you'd like to see from Hack the Dino in the coming year. You got any ideas for segments? You got any ideas for actual, any other YouTube shows or little things you want to devour with your orifices? You know, we can do that. We can. Do you want to see me talk about bad games? I have, I have the, do you want to see Floppy and I and Brayden bring back the, the bad game watch? Bad game watch? Yeah, sure. Uh, although most of those sprites and Game and & Watches were pretty bad. Bad Game & Watch. Racist. Uh, and you can head over to twitch.tv backslash hackthedino and follow us there and be notified of when we go live. But don't forget to press the bell. Or is that YouTube only? Anyway, if there's a bell, press it where there's Hack the Dino. Press the dino's bell. Just do the bell. I beg your pardon. You heard me. Stop. Flop, floppy, stop. We'll get demonetized again with your pitch-perfect singing. <laughs> Like you're thinking what song uh, that was. If you want to just have more of an oral experience, head on over to Spotify or on iTunes or on any other podcast apps. Uh, the Google one, the, the Stitcher one, they're all there. We're there as well. Be sure to subscribe. Leave us a review there, especially if you're using iTunes because that really helps with the uh, algorithm. Although I can't imagine anyone using iTunes anymore because that service has just gone to hell. <laughs> like, yeah, head on not- over to Spotify. It's not a fun service. Spotify, add an RSS feed, damn it. Yes, please. Like, come on. I don't know what that means. Do you oh, guys well. want to plug a thing? I would like to, but I think I'll let mm, Floppy go first. All right. You can head over to... Oh, how, how quick was that? Uh, to Floppy Plays Games <laughs> at Instagram. Uh, I'm currently very slowly working through my PSP collection. I did add one this week, which I said I was going to do. I got G going. So I got my God of Wars, Gangs of London, and uh, Gran Turismo on my PSP. The G spot. The that is literally the G picture of the G's mm. of the G spot. Mm. Mm. Uh, I will. Surprised you found it. Well, you know, I know exactly where I put it. Mm, I've seen those videos. 
Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to throw up some pictures of some of the stuff I bought. I'm going to throw up after this, seeing those videos <laughs> this this week. Like I bought uh, John uh, Wick Hex. I'm going to throw that up there. I'll, some other things that I purchased uh, lately, but haven't got around to posting because it has been silly season. If you start putting some props in the photos um, with John Wick Hex, you should just put a gun, yeah, or a severed human spine, <laughs> a dog, a dead dog. Oh, oh no! Oh, too far, floppy. Too far. It's like a family of, show. It's the main plot you, of the film. It is correct. It is the main plot a of the film. A fake one. Brayden, do you want to plug some stuff? I do. I want to plug a little thing for Dan. Oh. I want to talk about Terrorvision Horror Podcast. Oh, this people is should, lovely. People should go listen to Terrorvision Horror Podcast because Dan and Jen are hilarious. They are so funny. Um, they should go check it out. They just did Critters 2, uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Uh, the Furies, they did New Mutants, and Dan actually thought it was all right. New, I didn't even know that was out. Yeah. yeah. It's it was, been coming a while. It was that. Uh, New Mutants, what I found funny was that uh, they went to do, do reshoots, but everyone had aged too much because it had been so long since they filmed it. Yeah. Bit weird. Bit weird. But, yeah. uh Good times. Yeah. It, it's it's interesting to go and hear his thoughts on some of this stuff. They also just did Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So Classic. It's a classic. Um, but yeah, go check out Television Horror Podcast. Um, and then for myself, uh, Greenlight Comics. Oh, isn't that lovely? Is that some of your artistic work we can see on the screen? Tis a little bit. You draw Batman? Uh, oh, man. You, I drew the original Batman. Yeah, that's amazing. You yeah. did the zero going into the trash? Yep. That's very good. I know. That took me a surprising amount of time. <laughs> well, there you go. Validation for you. Yeah. But uh, yeah, go to greenlightcomics.com. Buy some comics. And I do a little thing called Retro Trigger, where isn't a ripoff of Brayden's nostalgia series that he developed years ago, <laughs> which we only figured out before <laughs> it's today's original. show. Where I uh, talk about a specific subject that is 15 years or older. We've talked about, uh, not Ninja Turtles, that's coming up. Uh, we've talked about Super Nintendo with Floppy. We've talked about Nintendo 64 with Mr. A-Game. I haven't had you on there yet, Brayden, and I do need content. Well... I am barely over 15 years old. That is so true. <laughs> but you do like a lot of old no, things. I do like old things. Um, maybe we'll, we'll find something that we Funny can there was about. a movie that's over 15 years old. Oh, man. Hey, what about was it, you know, a, a, a comedy horror, maybe? Comedy horror? Comedy yeah. Horror. Had some little creatures in it. I don't know. Possibly, oh, yeah. I just recently Possibly that. called Gremlins. Yeah. You could. I just watched that. That's a new movie to oh, me. So basically, I do a little bit of research. I get down the main dot points, and we sit down with the guests and chat about it. Coming up, I think, at the end of this week, we've got the episode with former WWE competitor Damien Slater, Australia's own, Adelaide's own WWE performer Damien Slater. Wow. He'll be on there talking about uh, the WWE Attitude Era. I've known Slater nice. for, I think, 15, 20 years. I've managed him. Uh, we go into a little bit talk about the time we spent together inside the old squared circle. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a really fun time, really good listen, and uh, you should all do that. Uh, subscribe to Hack the Dino Feed. It comes through the Hack the Dino Feed, and uh, or just search Retro Trigger on all podcast services. Well, thanks a lot for being a friend. I'm, I'm doing this quote again for the second week in a row. But that's okay. That's why you're here, to hear my rhymes. Cheers. Drink scotch. It makes you look classy. Don't encourage that. There's kids watching. But it's good. And it's classy. All right. Are we done? Are yes. we done? Do you want me to, do you want me to end it? Or? Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. We... Yes. Yes.